normal. Movie. Normal people. Normal people. Movie. NMMP coming at you on this ridiculously ominous evening. Have you been outside, Andrew? I have not, no. Yeah. It was dark and thundery over here. It was a little gloomy out there. It's a little yeah. gloomy. Yeah. Even over here, it was threatening rain. I had to leave work early so I didn't get stormed on. I walk home. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, it sets the perfect gloomy atmosphere. It's an extra spooky, <laughs> yeah, spooky <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> Dang. Early August. Yeah. I wish I had that soundboard. Uh, we're the law and order sound. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're doing a little mini uh, retrospective here because uh, we're not ending the show, but we're we might be slowing down in pace a little bit over the next few months. But this is not the end of this eternal project. But damn it, <laughs> it's a darn good thing the Dulé Challenge isn't active yet, Alex. I was gonna say Disney's not going to let this project end. Right, right, yeah. Right. It's free it's, publicity. As long yeah, as we don't mention, it. you know, Schmain's yeah. Schmun, then we're allowed to say whatever we want. <laughs> oh, uh, Jimmy Rifle? Jimmy Rifle? Yeah. Uh, and uh, Alex, I should tell you before we get started that on my at my bachelor party, uh, the, the the the. Um, the Dulé Challenge was active during one of uh, <laughs> one of the board games things. I did not win. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, so that just it tells you about the 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 sphere of influence that this show has uh, has claimed. Almost a dozen. Almost a dozen. <laughs> yeah. A baker's half dozen of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That Andrew had to like do the math in his head for a second. Get the abacus. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Carry the one. Carry the one yeah. and uh, syntax error. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're just going to look a little back at the, uh, you know, our favorite moments. Man, we should have made this a clip show. It's not actually going to be a lot of our favorite moments. We're just going to talk about um, three years doing the show a little bit. Not too much self-filating. But I actually think when I was prepping this, this little notepad thing, there's been a lot of changes in the superhero movie in three years. So it's worth saying... Um, the first, uh, the first movie that Andrew and I saw for the show in New York was Fantastic Four 2015. <laughs> oh. And the first, like, proper NMMP episode in his new digs was Ant-Man. And, like, you know, oh my goodness. tells you the, the sequel we just did, so, uh... And the breadth and quality. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, so, let me, uh, pose this to you both, because I want to hear your own takes on it, like, how do you think the superhero movie has changed in three years? Like when we when we look back at stuff in the early two thousands, we're definitely able to pinpoint like yeah, that's a two thousands movie, or like that's an early to mid nineties movie. That's like a like the, these films certainly more than I expected show their age and show like the era in which they were made. So from twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen, do either of you have some thoughts about like major changes to the genre? Uh, I don't, I, I feel like I'm, you know, somebody's going to fact check anything we say here and be like, well, if you know, actually, after the death of Joss years. Whedon in 2014, <laughs> the entire medium was changed forever. Yeah. Um, no, but I think now people are starting to 
it, it, we've gone past this point where that was previously unthinkable, where superhero movies, you know, I, I think at this point, if we say like, wow, there's such big cultural events now. And, you know, that's like so obvious, like even that goes back, you know, uh, to Avengers, right? At least. Uh, mm-hmm. And before that, or around that time, you'd see all these think pieces about uh, they got really big. And they weren't before. They used to be for nerds, and now everybody... Like, okay, I get it. Uh, And I feel like we're on the other side of that now, maybe. Not that they are dwindling again yet. Um, Certainly not. But more so that we're now seeing, like, the creators of these movies getting kind of bored and getting kind of tired of doing... Uh, You know, they've become aware that it's just the same thing over and over, which everybody complains about. Uh, and I think in the last couple of years, we're starting to, at least I think we're, we're going to, we're seeing a fun little like rethinking of what these movies can be. And I guess, you know, it's like, oh, isn't that because of Deadpool, you know, Logan, you know, then these movies change the, it's like, yeah, I guess, I guess this has been talked about before as well. But uh, I, I think Jordan, didn't you link the other day, like a, uh, a movie that's going into production that's like a reverse superhero heist yeah, where they're I, trying I like to steal today. from a superhero yeah. that's today stuff like that where they're like ah we can't just do superheroes anymore they've been thoroughly mined we have to do three extra genres on top of it and i like that i like that this is the move i like that it's like ah we have to do an x-men movie that's a horror haunted house movie that doesn't actually come out but, <laughs> but they, <laughs> we'll they thought it about it and they tried they thought yeah. about it yeah, yeah yeah there's footage it exists i saw the trailers yeah no that's fair so i i, I like that it's starting to uh not just become like the superhero dumb movie genre but it's it's just like okay it's it's not even a genre anymore it's it's a collection of smaller genres because they have to start going deeper if they want to mine more interesting i like that andrew what do you think that's uh you know now that like at, after hearing acosta sort of go over all of that and thinking about it a little bit yeah, you're right there is a lot that has changed in three years sure. in this subgenre we've yeah. basically seen the entire lifespan of the dc universe <laughs> that's a very good point i mean but you know man of steel obviously a little before that but like but actually like, seeing like it come together counts, yeah. like just you know with the exception of like that. one okay movie it's pretty much a giant turd. That's a very good point. Um, you saw the MCU sort of become a lot more both experimental and reactionary. I think where, that's fair like as Civil well. War is sort of one of these like it's pretty much an Avengers movie. Like it's combining franchises in ways to try to really, I guess, in a lot of ways, assist movies that might not stand out on their own that huh. much. So like Thor, for instance. I was like, going to say that. Yeah. Like, that is basically a complete reboot of a franchise without actually changing any of, like, the core parts of it. Uh, And, like, that's something we haven't really seen. Like, imagine if there was a third Spider-Man movie. Sorry, a fourth Spider-Man. Whoa. (laughs) Keep us anchored in reality here. There's only only seven Spider-Man I basically couldn't decide which Spider-Man franchise to continue, The Amazing Spider-Man or Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, and just, like, completely whiffed on that. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, let's go with The Amazing Spider-Man 3, but it's, like, completely tonally different, but all the actors are the same. Yeah. 
Like that's yeah. Like that's a that'd be something that people would talk about, right? And that's, yeah, that's only, a really apt comparison because yeah. they were both franchises that had two very boring first movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously some had other pro- like more major problems than others, but yeah, Costa, you're 100 percent right. It was just like two franchises that weren't really connecting with audiences or didn't like have a tone that seemed to work for that character. Yeah, I right to yeah. expand on what you're and saying, then like yeah. that's not even getting into. Deadpool, which we, I saw both Deadpool movies, I believe, with you in New you York, sure did. right? Like that's that's something that I feel like that movie we probably talked about it a lot in the Deadpool episodes, but that that really is a sign that like a subgenre is reaching some point, <laughs> right? Like that that that, yeah, that can exist and be here. that successful. Yeah, um, yeah. I all I have to say um, pretty much is to expand on what both of you have said. Um, so I'll start with you, Andrew. Like, I agree that you're seeing radical jumps um, in in tone and even genre within, like, a superhero genre, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to Alex's idea of, like, it's splintering off into, like, you know, take like uh, adapting. Because even with Ant-Man, you started to see, like, other genres be tackled at the same time as superhero movies. Like you could do a superhero slash heist slash like quasi like Apatow esque yeah, comedy yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's- um, and what I'm going to chalk that up to is the fact that even in the last three years, um, you've seen uh, a, a very like profound shift towards making a superhero movie into like a director oriented enterprise. So more than ever, you're seeing, um, you're seeing a movement away from how it was in the early days of the MCU. In a lot of cases, where it was directors for hire, where it was people with name clout, but like people who had little intention of sticking around. Even, even situations where um, you know Marvel still does lots of uh, what you could call stunt casting for supporting roles, but like with Captain America one, you aren't getting Tommy Lee Jones signing on to do like five other you know movies like this so you're right. seeing like you're seeing a lot more retention i feel like of of talent both in front of and behind the camera and um beyond the sort of like ironclad seven film contracts that they've got for everybody you have um you have directors who are actually interested in stepping back into it um you're seeing like ant-man being directed by the same guy twice. You're seeing the Russos take a much more prominent role in the MCU. You're even on the other side, like seeing multiple DC movies. I mean, less so now, but multiple DC movies directed by Zack Snyder in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, So very much so these are being, you know, touted as visionary director movies, even when that's not necessarily applicable. Um, And I really do feel like the films are, maybe bearing the mark of their filmmakers a little bit more, both in terms of aesthetics and in tone, which Thor Ragnarok demonstrates pretty well. <laughs> I think there's like a few examples of that, but I actually would say by and large, I think it's going in the completely opposite really? direction. Yeah. From like when, from when we started this show where it was, they were movies that clearly had the mark. Like I'd say like Joss Whedon and like the early work for uh, Ant-Man by Edgar Wright um, I think you saw that, like, and Zack Snyder being like immediately, like, being announced as the creative 
you know, mastermind behind like DC's right. entire franchise uh, universe. And like in all of those cases in the last three years, like they have been, you know, they basically left the entire industry. Like, I think it's gone. You had like, you know, Taika Waititi and Ryan Coogler, maybe like good examples of directors that have maybe been given more of a voice, but I don't really see that as, but there's more retention. I, I think you're both kind of right because yeah. I think, uh, Andrew might just be looking at it from a wider scale than the past couple, because we've definitely seen that where it used to be like, uh, you, you know, yeah, Christopher Nolan was very much had his name all over Batman, the character for a while, right? They were very linked together. Uh, and then we kind of got into these uh, like Marvel phase two years where that's that's the whole Edgar Wright thing, right? You can't do it your way. We need these sequel hooks in there. We need these universe hooks in there. Uh, and it went into this kind of lockdown mode where Disney wanted the control. And now it's opening back up again, which is, I think is kind of more what Jordan is aiming towards uh, mm-hmm. that shorter period. Because I definitely know what Andrew's talking about, or at least I think I do. Uh, <laughs> but but it, seem, it seems to me like I, I, I want to agree with Jordan because uh, I, I hated that period a lot. And mostly that's just Edgar Wright, Salt... Yeah. Uh, um, manifesting itself. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely still there, and you, it's it's not a problem that's going to be completely absent. So I do see Andrew's point, yeah. but I also feel like, um, like even fans like sprouting up who ally themselves with directors or who are campaigning to get you know grassroots supports for specific people to either continue on or re- or with the case of um james gunn like return to sorry, the who's franchise. that jimmy rifle so, oh sorry. jimmy rifle sorry, sorry. Sorry. yeah <laughs> yeah it's too uh, bad we can't mention uh, actually, him for i kind of i kind of want to bring that up earlier because jimmy rifle yeah because okay. you were talking about how um both actors and directors and probably the other people behind the scenes um have you know they they want to be attached to these projects yeah um and the, the the Guardians cast had that thing where they all, you know, came out and expressed their support. Mm-hmm. Bring, the, bring the old rifle back off yeah. the wall mount. Fire it off one more Fire time. Fire it off one more time, yeah. Fire that rifle yeah. one more time. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. so that I, I thought that was an interesting connection. Very very timely for yeah. now. And you're getting, you're getting Batista threatening to quit the movie if, if, they're, if they don't at least use the script for Guardians 3. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's been going around a lot. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, he's been he's been pretty salty. I didn't really read it though, so I didn't. Yeah, know no, I've been following it. it. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, we'll see. Um, you are right. Those are some pretty prominent examples of like yeah, yeah creative voices getting uh, heard a little more. I would just say that by and large, most of the Marvel movies are still pretty. You can see our pretty like the stories are clearly pretty driven by like a wider mandate. Yeah, right? which uh, that's, sure. that's like, like even the yeah. Russo brothers movies. Like I'm not taking anything away from what they've done, but they they certainly don't have the same like flourishes that you know Joss Whedon was afforded in a lot of ways. I think right? they're like the 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 successors to his throne, and in many cases have actually produced material that's better, better yeah. and funnier and more entertaining. Not to knock Avengers because it's you know and that it. 
rightfully in at like the <laughs> top of the canon for what we're going to be looking yeah. at. I guess what I'm saying is that it seems like the Russos and like other directors in the MCU are more they're just willing to work with those constraints rather than like buck them and quit. Yeah, right? you're yeah. you're th- But there's mean, st- but those constraints are still there is yeah. basically my point. And they lead to lots of awkwardness with um with you know the the more we know about the production of these films, the less entertaining they become. As <laughs> Andy War demonstrates, where you know that, like we we were talking to someone at, at the party about that. Did you, yeah, where it's about just, they're, they're like, oh, we don't. They, they, uh, it was one of our friends, and he was saying, um, oh well, we don't know what like the contract negotiations are, so we like to exist in a world where we know that this ending could maybe not be reversed. Yeah, uh-huh. and then Andrew and I were just like. Oh, that must be nice. Like, just sort of have that, have that, like, obliviousness. Yeah. Did you see today's news about uh, Spider-Man Far From Home or whatever? Oh, what? hit me. Date this uh, episode even more. Do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Tom so the Hardy latest... will be Venom in the upcoming <laughs> Venom film. The, the, the latest is um, Samuel Jackson and what's her name? Colby Smulders or whatever are joining that <laughs> film. And it's like, wait, aren't Aren't all three uh, of the characters' names just, like, piles of dust somewhere? Maybe it takes place in between Captain Marvel and the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense, actually. They, they didn't get to do an origin story in Homecoming. So. Uh, exactly! So now they're gonna be like... They're, they're like, you know what? Every other Spider-Man movie took 25 minutes to establish with great power. Let's go back and make another two-hour movie about that. Yeah, I, I, I don't think the audiences of America really understand the greatness of the power nor the responsibility. So we kind of have to Let's hammer it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's make sure they understand this time. I, I think they'll get it. Um, the That's really funny. I know that uh, the Russos were asked um, about Tom Holland's, like, Andrew-esque compulsive need to give out spoilers. <laughs> um, and their response was like, what are, What do you want us to do? Like, like flog him? Like, we're not, like, <laughs> With a muzzle on Yeah, him. like, we're not, like, he's a good guy. Like, we're not going to discipline him, and there's nothing you can do about it. But, like, right. so it's funny because they're, like, they're just sort of... <laughs> <laughs> they know that the entire yeah one of the biggest movies ever made is basically just like a giant tease. Yeah, well, it's, it's more that like <laughs> it's the a big po- waste like, of Jordan. It's time. a big waste yeah. of my time for yeah. sure. It's the fundamental I have pop- tank girl to watch. Yeah, yeah, the fundamental <laughs> popularity of these movies like makes it impossible to do what they're trying to do in Infinity War. It would have been awesome. Can you imagine what this would have been like if these movies were made in like 1982? <laughs> Well, there's all those stories about how, uh, like, the the guy in the Darth Vader suit would go around to the, like, uh, you know, different conventions. It wasn't, like, big fan conventions at the time. The Prowster? But he would just go around yeah. telling people <laughs> David that... David um, Prowse? Yes, maybe. the Prowster. Okay. Uh, he would just go around telling people that Darth Vader was going to be revealed as Luke Skywalker's <laughs> father. <laughs> Yeah, and it would be covered in newspapers. Like, ha, this guy sure said this thing. Isn't that cool? Look That's forward to the movie. really funny. I love that. I've never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> what, does, what does David Prowse and Jimmy Rifle have in common? What do they have in common? Uh, please tell me. They're both banned from ever associating with anything, <laughs> like, Disney-related for the rest of their lives. Feels bad. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like, they won't they won't let Prowse go to any of the Star Wars conventions anymore, because he's got... Or, or, like, he goes as an independent dude, because... Uh, he apparently had lots of disputes over money and other issues with uh, oh, no. Lucas Secretary and has disavowed him. Yes. 
Um, so let's get back relatively on topic. Um, but one more thing. Yeah, if these movies no were made thing. in 1982, then the only way you would find out what was going to happen is if you happen to go to, like, some, like, terrifying strip mall yeah. and get, like, a secondhand tape filled with, like, rumors <laughs> from some, you know, yeah. <laughs> creepy <laughs> motherfucker. But you know what? It's a welcome relief from the trouble in the Falklands. There we so go. Yeah, there yeah. We go. need any of that. <laughs> You need to kill the time until Revenge of the Jedi comes out. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, another big thing, Alex did like poo-poo this a little bit. Uh, he wasn't like undermining it, but it definitely... I hate it. It definitely warrants mentioning that um, um, even in, in the past three years, we've definitely seen the rise of at, like feature-length superhero satires. From Deadpool to Lego Batman to uh, Teen Titans go to the movies, that sort of thing, where um, where in a mainstream setting you're seeing like genuine like jokes about the genre that aren't what I will lovingly call brain dead spoofs. <laughs> um, which would, would, well, could would, you be meaning what? Which were the order of the day, or just like some sort of just you know superhero movie? Thing. Shut oh, some superhero yeah. movie. <laughs> or like, or like mindless, like some of the worst movies we've seen for the show. And we haven't even seen superhero movies yet. Are things like my super ex girlfriend? Oh man, you beat which, me to it. Which attempts to like you know cast a a, a, a hilarious glimpse at the the ins and outs of the genre would just come across as like what would you say nightmarish is fair <laughs> hateful uh yeah <laughs> it's a hateful movie yeah. hateful. just like a just a little hate in those movies i mean you gotta scroll real bit, yeah. far down to get to them but uh yeah, yeah. so basically uh, in you get, all of our lists yeah, yeah you get some loving uh ribs of the superhero movie uh in like featured settings right I think it's just like a richer landscape for jokes. Like they're able to make jokes about superhero movies where a lot of the worst comedies we've seen or satires <laughs> have been ones that have been more jokes about just comic book characters and superheroes That's a really in general. Good point. That's a good point. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, Deadpool is not making fun of like comic books so much as like action movies mocking for the, the last like 10 years too. basically yeah, yeah. but they're, right. they're also like explicitly mocking like the x-men films and the yeah i mean i really yeah. i find it funnier and funnier every day that that might be the last gathering of that cast <laughs> the x-men movies <laughs> is definitely too for a gag yeah. yeah yep um and i i i this is this is perhaps the uh, the douchiest thing that's ever been said on the show before, but uh, there's no way that's possible. No, yeah, believe come on. me, because this is going to oh, no, delve into the realm. You got to fucking did brace say yourselves. like yes, Kuro, like one episode. <laughs> so that's you got to. There, there's a there's a French film theorist named uh, Christian Metz. Sorry if I'm bu- uh, butchering that pronunciation. Who had a very famous theory on um, the evolution of genres. Okay. Um, so it starts, and I'm, I, again, I'm, there's a lot of different like, like um, terms. Some of this are some people use one. I'm, I'm, I'm approximating here, so don't take this as as gospel. But like, you know, you start with the classical, which is just like all the trappings that help establish the you know the tone of the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, then you move on to something like 
like what some people would call like the experimental phase where they're trying to take new new fucking dimensions to it and it's going beyond like purely you know simple minded um approaches towards the thing and and adding you know new dimensions and reflecting more modern themes and everything like that and then you have um they're like the reconstructionist or like revisionist type which is um like think of like with western movies where like the line between hero and a villain becomes really hard to tell and yeah um like formally and and narratively it's it's far less conventional than either of the other two and then from there goes to parody where it's like it's complete satire all the tropes are being played for laughs people are so exhausted with it that like <laughs> that they don't want to see these things anymore like the audience's awareness of it and their like communal yeah. intelligence is is so pronounced that you can't attempt the things in the first two phases at face value anymore. You have to make light of them. And then right. this theory also like suggests that it's cyclical. Like genres tend to repeat um, ad nauseum forever. Um, and I really do like, think so they get sincere again. Yeah. yeah. I really do think that we're between like stages three and four of that. I'd ag- agree completely. Yeah, yeah. So, and you sort of see always throughout all these stages, like, fits and starts in terms of like movies that you feel are going to be the start of a new cycle, like movies that are like, I guess like, you know, earnest and established like a new set of trappings or a new sort of modern standard for a genre. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and people have sometimes called that hilariously early. Like I remember people (laughs) saying that Chronicle was that. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's funny that entire cycle, uh, you could like actually demonstrate that through X-Men movies alone. That's a very good point. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, Can I propose a a modified theory? Please. Not a joke. That sounds like a setup. Um, (laughs) Uh, you just do armpit farting noises, <laughs> and then we're done. Got him. Yeah, got him, and then he hangs up. The cycle continues. Yeah, yeah I, I quit yeah. forever. Uh, <laughs> no, the um, so so here's something else that I think is happening, and it, it it's like what we were talking about before, where um, we kind of have the superhero genre, right? Um, I think. As it goes through that cycle that you just described, which I think is accurate and will continue to happen because we're going to keep having superhero movies, I think we're also seeing uh, this phenomena where the genre becomes a setting instead of a plot. And I don't know if this makes any sense, but you can have like a a, a sci-fi movie that is like... um, uh, you know, any any kind of time travel movie, right? That's what I always watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Source Code or whatever? Oh, yeah. I like um, that movie. So you could have a yeah, movie like yeah. Source Code, and, and that is a movie that is all about, like, a science fiction concept, and they're doing this time travel stuff mm-hmm. and whatever. But you can also have a uh, Alien or Aliens where you have a science fiction setting, and I, I would argue that they're more like a horror movie or an action movie, and they're not really about, like, exploring some kind of science idea, right? Um, I think in a similar way, you can have a movie that is like Spider-Man or whatever, where you have a superhero story happening. Uh, But then you can have like that one I mentioned earlier that Jordan brought up or Jordan uh, linked us to where it is some kind of heist movie in a world where 
there are superhumans, right? right? In a world where I think is like a different type of experience than just about superheroes. I think that's and, definitely and right. That's definitely a line that can blur a lot. <laughs> and I think it's more like a spectrum of like how much is this about superheroes versus how much does it have superheroes? Like I think um Suicide Squad is basically that, right? It's like a bad action movie that happens it's also a bad superhero movie (laughs) right but it's it's like just a setting it has nothing to do with like wow when you give someone extraordinary powers what kind of response it's like no 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 it's none of that normal you know ideas and theories that we see explored and dissected in superhero plots it's just an action plot it doesn't oh, really sure. have anything to do with those ideas. Yeah. So I, I think that's kind of like a side side branch. I don't know if that has uh, any relevance. No, it does. It does, it yeah. does because it's, <laughs> it's worth saying that even when you hit that like second stage and you're starting to like, you know, expand and, and embrace more sort of modern concepts, like that doesn't necessarily mean that the quality is increasing. Like that scale is, not, is not an indication of like a, a rise and fall of quality necessarily. It's more of like you were saying, like accepting that these stories or genres could, you know, what would happen if they were placed in a world where maybe that isn't the center of attention. Um, Right. It's a really interesting concept to me. Um, And I, I am hoping that it's actually explored a little bit more because um, the, um, almost all the attempts that we've seen in the show that have attempt that have uh, tried to do that thing where it's like, presenting a, a world where superheroes also happen to exist completely yeah. completely lose track of reality or their reality and and, <laughs> yeah. and fetishize the heroism or make like make excuses for it or or like and and by doing so you make it this so, is my super ex-girlfriend again. yeah you make it so <laughs> synthetic and so plastic and so like like just diegesis shattering that you don't have any mm. you don't have any claim to it like you're more reminded than ever than you're that you're watching something fake and that it, this world can't possibly exist yeah and that has less like it, it's crazy that that's like like when you see someone shooting lasers out of their eyes that's not the point where you leave you left 45 minutes ago when they completely like fucking lost every bit of focus they ever had and started like like having seven scenes in comic book stores where people are looking at like, <laughs> like Mr. America, the f- shield throwing boy. What would happen? Wonder what his penis looks like. Like that's every, that's every fucking, like it, it's, it's way too. He's right. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would say it's more the diegesis shattering. The idea that there's like zero stakes at a certain point when you start establishing that it's like a, you know, if because it's like they, a standard, like high story and like there's people who have, supernatural abilities in earnest you lose a lot of stakes because in a, story. But a lot of that is and is, vulnerability a lot yeah. of that is the creative team not reconciling that like not trying to organically combine those things together yeah. like right. you need if you're going to set something if you're going to make a world where superheroes are quote-unquote real then you have to suggest that like this is also a world that existed and adapted to these problems in their own right and yeah. Like, right. It should already be like the Incredibles is a great example of that, where it's like a world where superheroes exist that is believable in its own right. Yeah. Whereas I guess the opposite end of the spectrum would be something like Kick-Ass, for instance, where it's just 
superheroes exist in this world. Also, like a regular person can build a you know rocket yeah, shooting because you lose pack. you you think yeah. that because it's a, that that's a case where like they because it's a quote unquote like superhero movie you have to sort of not take it too seriously and go over the top and everything like that. <laughs> and there's no indication of that until it happens. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's just like... It's just, well, oh, you you were watching a superhero movie. You should have already known. Like, are you sure? You know what my wish is? Uh, like, in that superhero heist movie or something like that, or a superhero movie in general. Go give on. Me, give me a... Give me a fucking, like, like not even an indie, but, like, an, an unconventional superhero movie where there's no scenes in a comic book store. That'd be nice. That'd it's be a good virtually start. impossible. Yeah, even Unbreakable has lots of scenes in a comic book. Store. That's an art gallery. That's why I was kicked out. Yeah, there, there is an actual comic book store yeah. in that movie, though. That's yes. the best yeah. response, though, you could yes. have possibly yeah. made to that. I was willing to be <laughs> wrong for the sake of a joke. Yeah, it's really <laughs> that's good. it. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the first time I've done that. Yeah. yeah. Hope you're not whacking off to the Japanese comics uh, in yeah. the back. Swing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he knocks over some daredevils. Uh, no, they can't show daredevil in that movie. You're kidding okay. me. Oh, Jaguaro. Yeah. Bull. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bad lawyer comics. Spiky lawyer man. BC comics. BC uh, comics. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, uh, we've seen the uh, the return of Unbreakable as a franchise. That's in another our time. big thing. Unlikely oh. sequels. Oh. Two of them. Oh God, that that's a guarantee to you all now, loyal listeners. I will. There will be a a glass episode. Oh yeah, like no matter what happens, there will be <laughs> glass is going to happen. I will make these motherfuckers see it the first day it comes out, and we will. You will be able to make yourself a delicious beverage made entirely of Andrew's tears. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I think I could probably get like a, a pint. Yeah. My God. Mixed. Alex sent us that trailer. That movie looks worse than I could have possibly imagined. That looks like a January turn. I don't know. It looks <laughs> like exactly like I was expecting. I actually thought it was worse. Like it seems stupider than I even thought it was. <laughs> and I've seen Split two times. Yeah. Not one times. <laughs> two, two times. times. Yeah. Two times. I think stupider is the only way to describe that movie. Uh, so let's let's change gears a little bit here, <laughs> please. Okay. Um, I'm gonna keep the three year time period and everything like that. And mm. your answer could be consistent with what we were talking <laughs> could about be earlier. Used in a court of law. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Testing, yep. testing, Andrew. Um, what movie specifically um, between 2015 and 2018 do you think has had the single biggest impact on the genre? Like, either things that's already happened or directions where you think it's going to go in the next few years. Andrew is cogitating. I will start us off, then. Please, yeah. Um, Without a doubt, for me, it's Deadpool. Like, Alex was talking about it already. Like, it shows you that that an R-rated superhero movie is possible outside of the Watchmen scheme. (laughs) And it not only is it possible, but it's, like, palatable to a mainstream audience. So... Um, I don't know how long that trend of R-rated comic book movies is actually going to last, but certainly, like, what I see other movies doing, like, catch up with, I think Deadpool is the one to uh, the one to beat in terms of most influential. Okay. Uh, that's that's a good one, and I honestly probably would have picked that myself. Yeah, you can. I'll, I'll pick something different, though, just to... Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to pick one that I hope 
Suicide has Squad. Some impact. And it's Suicide <laughs> Is Squad. It? No. Oh, <laughs> I don't hope that has impact. I hope that, like, that's the last well, time no we mentioned remembers. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Is, that's what I hope for. Uh, hmm. No, I hope that Slight has uh, oh. a big impact It's a good forward. example of what we were just talking about, too. I think there you go. Slight shows that uh, with just a solid, concise story and, you know, not much money, you can make a very effective film. And no scenes in a comic book store. And no scenes in a comic book store. <laughs> and no swearing in your third act. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Put that on the back of the box. There we go. It says right in the there. back of the box. Yeah. No naughty words. <laughs> no naughty words. Which allows it to like, oh be promoted at Walmart, exactly. probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think... Uh, so if you're listening, Triple H, uh, give us some money for our slight sequel. Yeah, and I think that also, like, falls into what Acosta said earlier about, like, the genre becoming something that's more a backdrop for a story yeah. than the story itself. It's like, certainly on, our, on our, an yeah. organic approach to, like, a superhero origin story. Yeah, so, yeah, that's my, like, semi-cop-out answer to that right. question. Alex, cool. what do you got? Um, Deadpool's the best one, yeah. so, uh, how about I say, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> it's more Lawrence Fishburne around imaginary bugs. Exactly. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, that's like one of my best <laughs> picks ever. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> answer my pants. I got answer my pants! Um, all right, uh, why don't, why don't I do... Oh, boy. Let me, let me do two picks, but only half of each of them. <laughs> You're talking um, about, like, that, like, cutting half the movie and yeah. pasting it on the other and half of another, right? Is Suicide of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I, I want to see, uh, less reliance on... This one's cheating. Because mm-hmm. they can get away with a lot more, but in Spider-Man Homecoming, I'd, I'd love if movies could learn from, like, uh, more natural introductions of characters. I know we already know Spider-Man. He doesn't need an origin story, but it'd be nice to move away from such formulaic origin stories. I was really disappointed because there was a lot of talks of Doctor Strange not being an origin story, and they second-guessed themselves on that one. That's true. Uh, yeah. Which I think is fair because they needed to introduce magic. Um, and I think it works better as a film if uh, we are learning about magic along with the protagonist. I think that's how protagonists work. I'm not sure. We already learned about Doctor Strange in that one line in Winter Soldier. Yes, yes. correct. <laughs> uh, that I did. I mean, I, where was the rest of America? They weren't paying attention, <laughs> I guess. I always forget about Doctor Strange, and I think that says a lot about that movie. Yeah, so that's why I only want to. S- that's I why like I that movie. I don't Spider-Man. think it's bad, but like I, yeah, I completely forgot that movie existed. Oh, that, I think I'm that's sorry. a great one. I love Doctor Strange. You know, you know when you Google search and it says, "Hey, we remove some responses for being too similar to Iron Man One." Yeah, that's what happened to Doctor <laughs> Strange. Um, I like your it. brain just filters it out. <laughs> no, so so maybe we can see a. Better introduction to characters that are not superpower origins, a la Spider-Man: Homecoming. That's a very uh, good which movie. Which is cheating. Homecoming it is, is really very, good. very good. That's uh, one of my favorites of the last few years. I guess to, I want to throw another half in there, which is like um, the general approach. We already touched on this, but the approach to Thor Ragnarok, 
um, if if we can take that approach to having a less like I don't know what the word I want to use is, but you know, a, a, a little lighter touch on the characters and, and not revering them so much. That's this is this real, is me I, looking I think, no, I think looking at Warner point. Brothers. I'm like I'm like peeping over into the next office. I can see them over the cubicle. Like, hey, Warner Brothers. <laughs> so, oh, you're seeing, out, you guys. see the dumpster fire too, oh, <laughs> Alex. Yeah. We are seeing yeah. that a little bit from like just to play like devil's advocate for a second here. The Shazam trailer seems to be up your. You I know, do have yeah yeah on your I, I, on your, I am kind of interested in yeah. that. That's hey, can I get a quick heads up? Uh, Shazam trailer or Aquaman trailer? What did you guys? Um, I was What's able to finish the Shazam trailer, so I'm going to give it to that. It's a good start. Yeah, I think Shazam looks fun. Yeah, I think it could be fun. I think it looks unfunny. Oh, um, I'm not saying that it looks funny. I'm just saying that it looks like a I, like a I tolerable know, ride. Yeah, shut uh, up, Alex. Stop <laughs> slandering me. I like the approach to it a lot, so I can't complain because I literally just said, please take this approach more. Um, <laughs> but so I prefer I, Aquaman. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't. Aquaman looks pretty generic. And he's the funny one. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, Aquaman <laughs> also looks very weightless. They but they're underwater. They yeah. can't escape that Zoolander shit, I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, every time, they're just using the Zoolander camera. <laughs> <laughs> Like they should, they should just um, they should go completely wire foo with it. Just make like a spin-off katana movie and uh, just have them bouncing around the bamboo stalks or whatever, crouching really tiger. What if instead of that, it was a bunch of subpar CG? Think about. All it. right, now you're speaking my language. All right. Uh, no, that's Andrew can't even comment on that because he literally thinks the film will never be released. Uh, I mean, I'm a little more confident now that they're putting out a trailer, but uh, (laughs) they did make a trailer. And that that whole like Comic Con panel was just uh, it was just smoke and mirrors. I could have seen that movie like if there was no trailer that came out, I could have seen that movie just like fizzling and dying. (laughs) Just vanishing. Yeah, just like not unhappening. It's a Chris Pratt in Cowboy Ninja Viking situation. Did you make that I up? No, that's that a reference. real thing. No, I understood Alex that gets, I'm yeah, here Alex for you, Jordan, slightly. Thanks, man. Okay. I yeah. slightly appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's all you're getting. <laughs> uh, Shazam does, yeah, you've already hit most of the things I would have said. Like, it It kind of looks like a bunch of swing and a miss jokes. It could be yeah. a, it could be a, I, a tolerable I think it's ride. going to be... It, Poorly edited. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the editing done by a completely different studio who right. was hired yeah. to make the trailer. That's true. I mean, there's a chance that, like, all of the bits in that trailer are not in the theatrical cut of that movie. Isn't that that's, fun when you see that happening? I like, love it. It's just... It was one of the first experiences. Part I could, time. Yeah. It's yeah. the first... Ex- one of the first, like, movie-going experiences I can remember as, like, a sentient being, which uh, would be, like, seeing a trailer on. for something... Uh, and then waiting for that moment to appear, and then it just not happening. Yeah. I was like, what happened that's, about Jordan? That's why Jordan constantly goes on those rants where he's talking about how movies are all lies and they're meant to that's deceive true. our yeah, innocent yeah, yeah. eyes. Do you really think yeah. he's wrong about that, though, Acosta? <laughs> I didn't say Honestly. he was wrong. I just said that's why he rants so much like a crazy person. So where uh, – the, the, I, I always seek to date the show as much as possible – and oh, both in terms of times and in romantically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where do you two see superhero movies going in three years? Oh, good question. Thanks, man. 
Because like, I, I don't mean I have an answer, but it is a good question. Because <laughs> like just to set the stage, you both already know this, but you know we'll be post Infinity War Part Two. We'll be post yeah. like which means technically we don't the only you know Guardians Three and Spider Man Homecoming Two are yes. the only. Well, like, Joaquin Phoenix will be stealing enough. the stage and screen with his performance as Young Joker. Maybe. I don't think anything's gonna change. Really, at Warner Brothers. Oh, Warner Brothers. Okay. I think it's just gonna be like a continual, <laughs> like a treadmill of attempts <laughs> to just keep this universe going. But it's like a, it's just a, a giant sunk cost fallacy. How is, is what that turns? <laughs> I've got into. a question for yeah. future Andrew. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, he's tuning in. Okay. How is Damon Lindelof's Watchmen HBO series? Uh. Well. <laughs> It does prop future Jordan to tear his eyes out. <laughs> there we go. And that's become like a raving lunatic. That's also incorrect because it clearly never gets made. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fraud. Yeah, he runs away to Venezuela with his HBO money. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So DC, like, take it away from like the actual studios in general. Like, where what do you see the the genre looking like? Uh. It's weird that I went to an industry perspective. That that seems really yeah. It's not that weird. That's all right. Uh, I guess it, uh, fair enough. <laughs> Catering budgets will skyrocket. Yeah, exactly. By yeah. a shocking eleven percent over a three-year period. Yes. You think cheese is getting cheaper? <laughs> Due to current administration tariffs <laughs> and the rising price of soybeans. <laughs> uh, Avocado quotients will yes. decrease 1.11718%. And once, once Goop's market cap reaches <laughs> whatever, uh, these pepper pots won't be in Infinity War Part 2. Just made too money off of an IPO. Yeah, she's uh, making too much money telling people how to live. <laughs> yeah, take that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that it's probably going to i think the mcu is just going to keep going because how will they keep going with like the face with the loss of of several of their stars and like who will anchor i I think infinity war proved that they found a new infinity war and civil war to a large part proved uh that they're at a point where they have such a large stable of characters that they just find new ways to put them together into movies like i think thor and Rocket are probably going to meet up again in another Marvel I, movie I don't in the think future. So. You think you know, Thor's think coming so. back? I don't. I think they're going to make a fourth Thor movie. I definitely don't see mm. that. Or Thor is going It'd be to be nice. Okay, it might. It's... Thor is going to be in another movie with Rocket Raccoon. It might not yeah, be. Yeah, it'll Guardians be the next movie. Infinity War where they die. Okay, it'll <laughs> That'd be amazing if they did that. It is. But I'm telling you right now, they're, they're both, both going to sacrifice gonna themselves. Yeah. Uh, if they're the alive at the reset. end of part two, okay, that's a be pretty big movie. stipulation. But point, my point is, they're going to still be like combining these characters together in new and interesting ways, and just crossing over storylines, and it'll be kind of just like but, regular so seeing, comics publication. You know, actually, I kind of yeah. like that, and I, I, I want to add on a bit. I think they're going to start doing it faster and harder, um, in the sense that, like, it, you know, it took till the Avengers before they really started crossing over, other than like. Robert Downey Jr. cameoing at the end of You're Hulk, forgetting you know I mean? Iron Man 2, you dumb fuck. That That's w- the crossover no, event of the season. Yeah. There, was, there was no crossover. Uh, there's yes, a, there's there was. a boxing match. And there's, they there's meet Black at a donut Widow. shop. Yeah, that's she's the two yeah, Black Widow's that they in there, meet but at. She's yeah. from that series. <laughs> that's the series she's from. No, like, Black Widow is the, the spy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're thinking of Black Window. Oh, yes. Black Widow. 
my favorite Netflix series. Yeah, it's really good. Andrew's seen all six episodes. Hey, it has a lot to say. Yeah. Social commentary. Yeah, Jordan, if you want to know what's going to happen in three years. Just watch Black Window. Yeah. yeah watch Black Window. Uh, no, I think I think you're gonna start getting. What if into your phone like, texts you? <laughs> Anyways, continue, Alex. Uh, so, like, imagine if um, they made well, okay, so 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 if you don't count Avengers movies, then Thor three is like the Hulk's second movie. You know what I mean? Um, Why wouldn't imagine, you count Avengers movies? So obviously you have to, but. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not trying to say, oh, well, they don't really count. Hulk's barely, no. Um, my, my point is more, imagine if it really was, like, the second movie the Hulk showed up in. If they just immediately, like, oh, there's a new Thor coming out, and then the Hulk is just, like, chilling there. I, I feel like that's what they might move towards, because um, one one of the difficulties about the way they do things now is um, they, ha- they have to have the a- actors on hand forever and ever. And people get sick of that, right? Not not us American audiences, certainly not. But the actors themselves, you know, they get frustrated. We've heard about Chris Evans um, getting bored or yeah. whatever he is. I don't know if there's a better word for that, but he wants uh, it. He's done this a lot. A lot of the yeah, a exactly. lot of these survivors in Infinity War conveniently also want out of their contracts. Really? So I wonder why. Well, huh. it's it's not just that; it's that they you know are finishing their contracts and right. they probably don't want another one. Yeah. So. I, I feel like a, a, a solution, quote unquote, to that problem is if you do the crossovers more frequently, like like faster, if you don't give them all two movies to themselves before crossing over, uh, then you and, – and I don't – and again, not in an Avengers sense where it's everything comes together and like the, you know, the whole cast is here, every Smash Brothers character. <laughs> um, m- more in the sense of just, oh – you know the the Iron Heart is showing up in Young Hawkeye too, or you know what I mean. Like, so it's gonna be like a CW like TV universe thing where like every episode's a crossover episode. I guess, right? but it's it's okay. uh well yeah sure, but without the CW quality, I would <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I feel like the CW quality has to be higher than the real DC. Universe movie quality. Honestly, I mean, one shot fun. in Vancouver, the other is in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> a huge difference. That's too accurate. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I, I'm. I don't know if I agree with that, Alex. Really? Because I, I don't know. I feel like that's the natural course for Marvel to take it is to, you know, use these people quicker so they don't spend a decade doing the same roles. That's. I mean, that's true. But I, I do think that you're still gonna see. Um, de- like like star power dominating the 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 you know the MCU for example, but it'll just be with different stars. Like I I think maybe that, for shorter contracts, I, I guess I is what Acosta is saying. Right, and I, yeah. I think that's still I wouldn't be you know I think you'll still need your like Robert Downey Jr. or Samuel Jackson types that are like kind of a figurehead either well both narratively and in the real world of just like this person's been here forever. And I think I remember us talking about that when Doctor Strange came out of, oh, you know, there's talks of Benedict Cumberbatch and Doctor Strange is going to be, you know, kind of the new Iron Man figure that they'll have right. around. Uh, maybe, you know, they could they could take someone they have now and elevate them up to like a leading part. Um, you have two Captain America replacements, you know, just chilling in the wings right now. You have uh, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon who have right. both been Captain America in the comics. And so you could do dead. something... Uh, they, yep, yeah, 
See ya. Oh, you know what? There goes my idea. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, good, yeah, good they're, not coming back. they're not coming back. That's yeah. true. They're not going to be in rush hour three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that you're going to see things like, I think you're right. Um, you're probably right, Alex. I do think that, that you're going nah, to see, you're going to see the elevation of some of the newer talent, even if it's like Cumberbatch, who's relatively new to the game, but uh, sure. like, you've got to make, uh, you've got to make T'Challa, like and and Chadwick Boseman into major, they're going to keep him forces as long as they can because like the money and the the favor that he has with the with the audience is like you'd be you'd be insane not to try to milk that for as much as possible. Yes, like it, we knew right. we it is knew so in, good that it undercuts Infinity War. Yeah, Andrew, when we yeah. saw like the first indication that I saw of how fucking huge he was going to be was when we saw um, Civil War and the audience was just like nuts for him as soon as he stepped on, like more yeah. than any of the other. <laughs> yeah, more than Spider-Man. Way more. Universe, yeah. Um. So, so I like, despite the fact that he's dead. Um, oh, yeah. They're they, huh? they, shareholder. Revolt. They, they would yeah. be back. They would be insane not to put him at the center of the next like three phases until yeah. he wants out too. And to go full uh, comic book nerd with Acosta, that's why I don't think Bucky's going to take over Captain America. I think he's more going to be in Black Panther. Be, I'd be fine with that. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I I was kind of hoping the way they left off um, Civil War, where he's like chilling in. Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda. I was I was hoping he'd be the sidekick in that movie, I, but instead yeah. they got Everett Ross, my favorite. Oh, they got I like CIA I, guy. I thought no, he's actually like good in that guy. movie. I, I liked him. I, I'm with a. It would have been a more fun movie. I think. I think you, if that movie was any more fun, yeah, there'd be a riot on my on your hands. <laughs> no, I I love that movie so much. It's very uh, good. It is. I uh, I think that yeah, I'm trying to like probably a focus maybe. Uh, well, I guess if all comic book movies have always had a focus on just good casting for villains, but maybe <coughs> you'll see more movies try to reproduce what Black Panther did with Killmonger. I think you might see more of that. Well, you got Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Yeah, I'll DC. believe that movie when it's like actually <laughs> out. I mean, it's like going to be shot at the same time as Ben Affleck's and Drew Goddard's The Batman. I mean, Who? yeah, they rented, <laughs> they, they rented out Union Station for that week. Like, they got to get as many movies. Did they? Oh, as that's possible. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had to get the Joker mobile up and down. Uh, you know. The, yeah. From the city street into the subway, and the Joker yeah. mobile and the Batmobile don't talk anymore, so they that's don't. really hard yeah. to coordinate. So you got to get you got to green screen that, yeah. and you know they're no stranger to green screening over yeah. at DC. <laughs> mm. Where do you like like it 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 speaks volumes that are even mentioning DC prompts like pretty much mockery, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, which is funny because. Um, in. Colin Mockery has not been in a super. He's probably movie. a surprise <laughs> pedestrian. Lord knows he's in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've touched a bit on, on Christopher Nolan and his shit, but we'll, I, we're going to get back well, to that later. We've been past, like, this is past Christopher Nolan. Like, he had his window in the. But where do you universe. see DC going from here? Like, do you, do you see it imploding? Do you see I think these one offs dying? Like, there's we have no idea what the hell's happening with half of these characters. I think it's a bunch of like DOA movies. Think, you think we're not going to get make, cyborg? Like, here's the cyborg. Thing. The, Everyone's like waiting for cyborg, right? Oh, I'm waiting for cyborg. I was yeah, waiting for him to, to do something in <laughs> Justice League. One question right now: Where is cyborg? Where, that, where that, is that cyborg? Movie? I mean, yeah. the Avengers was like an unforgettable tentpole and like a sign of 
the next probably 10 years of the medium um, in terms of like the blockbuster action movie. And Justice League, as I've mentioned before, is a film that I frequently forget was released, let alone that I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I, saw, it now. I, yeah. I saw like a uh, screenshot, you know, like a reaction image or something yeah. from Justice League. And I was like, oh, that is a movie. Like, goodness sake. Thank the good lord for Henry Cavill's freakish mouth, because otherwise that movie would be lost forever. The mouth flap. Yes. Uh, but thankfully, he was he's so good in Mission Impossible 6 that you know that he, like, he un... Like, there was, there's no ambiguity. He made the right decision keeping that mustache. Yeah. Yes. Um, like, yes. The, the fucking lawyers so are right. Good. Just like with all superhero movies, the lawyers, the lawyers were right. <laughs> now let's pay 20th Century Fox. Uh... So yeah, my, my question for the two of you is, is yeah, it's about the last thing that I want to say, because we talked about uh, MCU a bunch. I want to hear where you think DC is going, and I want you to to tell me where you think um, the whole oh. Sony business and the legal wranglings with Marvel is going to go and what that would mean to the uh, yeah, landscape. Yeah, I think I've already no, wait, talked about wait. DC. So, yeah, <laughs> Alex, what do you got? Jump, uh, what do you yeah, got I, I want to lie, because actually... Um, I said, oh, not everybody really has the advantages that Spider-Man has where you can just skip the origin story, even though I'd like to see that more. But I lied because you can do that with Fantastic Four and X-Men characters. You can just skip anything you want. <laughs> you can do anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. And if there's one thing we're getting out of this hellhole of like a legal, you know, content monopoly, IP monopoly, uh, it's it's X-Men and Fantastic Four movies, so let's take I what mean, we yeah, can get. Maybe by, like, 2025 we'll be able to, uh, you know, get Michael B. Jordan back in that Human Torch CGI, and he'll uh, soar off into our hearts. <laughs> but here, like, even with the, the Fox stuff, which I know that neither of you are particularly keen on, um, I, I'll give them this. Uh, and it's another, it's another example of why they may be just right, the fact that they are possibly liquidating all of their assets as we speak. Uh, here's the thing. Where is Iron Man right now? Oh, he's in, you know, outer space, like, lost. Like, he, you know, he's, like, with Captain America and shit. Um, yeah. Where's Wolverine? Oh, he, you know, he died in Logan, and he's, he, you know, he, he made, like, one last stand, and he died. Where right. is, um, where's Superman right now? I don't fucking know. I don't know what he's up to. I don't know what he's going to do in the future. Where's Batman? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Who is Batman still? I don't know. Who's yeah, Superman? We, we, we don't know. know. Earlier you said Ben Affleck and I said who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, those characters, like whatever historic value they have doesn't matter as much as what they've been, how they've been portrayed in the modern day. So I think that it's, at this point, like Batman and Superman are not as interesting or as like valuable properties as they once were because I mean they they're still financially valuable and they're still very much in like the public consciousness. They are, but I think they're at mm-hmm. this point they're like the DC is in a terrible situation in that they make enough money off of those movies that completely just <laughs> they just can't bottom, stop themselves. Like nuking what they nuke the site from orbit. You know, it's the only way to be sure. They have they can't, no, they can't do that. They can't really yeah. justify that, but they should if they really want to try to make something that's like a little more vibrant and viable. Thankfully for them, they did have Wonder Woman, which is great, and they are making a Wonder Woman sequel, which I'm sure will be fine also. Um, but almost all the other casts, like like Justice League members, with the exception of like Aquaman, their movies are on like 
permanent hiatus, yeah. pretty much. I think um, like the Flash just keeps changing directors. Yeah, or the every... and, and and like Cyborg has a director Watch but not the TV a date. Show. Um, or <laughs> the other way around. Yeah. I don't know. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> like the fact that that's your your Superman and Batman are both actors who have publicly opted for other roles over this one or have <laughs> openly expressed contempt for the performances. And in this case, mm. can you blame them? It's not really a matter of before actors walking away from series like this being like, I'm too good for superhero movies in general. In this case, it's probably a good career move. I don't know how they can sell. Like we, we spoke in 2015. Um, and especially 2016 with with fucking like Batman v Superman. Like we talked in those episodes about uh, the idea that they have so much catching up to do just to get to like where Marvel was at the end of like phase one. They have so much ground to <laughs> like, cover. Do they? But, but they already do got they? the whole team together, Jordan. But that's the that's thing. All they, you need. they can't like they're no longer playing the same sport. Like they're no longer in direct <laughs> competition. But, but why why did they have to catch up? That quick because they all clearly wanted to, but like, why? Why not take their time to establish characters and build to an event? I mean, I agree. It's with my you. That's not. I want it now. Yeah, that's not what happened. But though. you still make it. You still have to make movies to hit those steps. Make them faster. Make money off <laughs> faster. Of those movies. Faster. I mean, faster. It can only faster. make two a year. Yeah. Oh God. We can save a lot of money by cutting not, his mouth out of the movie yes. and, and making it ourselves. <laughs> They should have do it. Had, yeah. had him just wear a mask. They, they, they should have just been like, that's the super mask. You nah. can't see the mustache because there's a super mask. <laughs> it's one of his powers. They're the only company, and that includes Fox at this point, and and well, and even and like Sony. Like, like they're the only them. company that like, if we're if we're looking at like decades, like like ten years ago versus now, like they're the only one that's in the same position. Like, they haven't advanced since... Yeah. But since 2008. Like, like they, they made The Dark Knight. But and those then, other two companies have just, like, completely left the field, basically. Yeah, Sony advanced. Like, I think Venom's not gonna... Like, you want predictions of the future. I think Venom's gonna bomb, and that's gonna be the last, like, comic book movie that Sony makes. They I don't think just, it's like, gonna bomb. I think it's gonna do fine. Really? I mean, it's going to bomb critically. I think it'll make enough money. Though. I think it'll make like I a, don't know enough money that. to like cover their costs. But I think Sony will be like, "All right, let's just maybe if sell this shit movie. to Disney and just move on." With if I life. see it seven or eight times in a the theater, though, maybe they'll make a sequel. <laughs> That's why yeah. I bought all those copies of Dread <laughs> I until the director asked me to stop. Real thing that happened, not to me personally, but he 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 outright was like it's not happening it's not no he's happen. like he's like i appreciate you buying fucking nine copies of dread from your local drugstore but that's not enough to influence you know the the, the film the studio Powers that be, yeah. yeah says a lot that somebody needed a hollywood director to tell them that but, <laughs> okay uh what's that buy more copies eh yes yeah, yeah. that's what i heard that's a good Go to your movie. local cbs Buy cops. Yeah, buy Dread. Just do that. Buy and buy the Dread 2 pack. With, what would be on the Dread 2? I'd say attack the block of Dread. Dread and Judge Dread, you dingus. No, it's got to no. be more scattershot. Because yeah. I'm sure the fucking rights are owned by two different people. I, I believe it. It's got to be some, like, Dread like, and Jelanti pack. Like, it's another, like, take the law in your own hands. Dread and Kick-Ass or 2. Law in your own hands. There we go. Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's on the Kick-Ass 2 pack, then? 
The Kick-Ass 2 pack kick-ass. is Kick-Ass 1 and, uh... And Wanted. Copy and Wanted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say the comic book. It's but. widescreen, full screen. <laughs> That's going to be rebooted, too, in the next few years. Kick-Ass. Oh, what? Come on. Just saying. Oh. It's happening. I, I kind of just want it to stop, but that's just me. I think... Let's just take a break. Alex, you chime in about where you see superhero movies in three years. I've been talking. <laughs> be something concrete. He said something a couple concrete. of concrete things. I said all kinds of he stuff, He said man. more team-ups, but that was only talking... Um, you were only really talking about Marvel. That's a reduction of my action. You were only talking about Marvel, and contrary to, like, um, the box offices and fans' interest... There are other people making comments. Whoever movies. said whoever said Sony gives up, I'm I think yes. You non believer Spider Man yeah. into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Gonna rock the cinema. That actually I, I am looking forward to a lot. Scott uh, that's that's gonna be good. That's yeah, cool. that's Sony Pictures uh, Animation. Yeah. Uh, that's the that's the yeah. animated one. You haven't seen that? No. Andrew? It's, oh, Scott, it looks, it's got it Nick from the New Girl as Peter Parker. Oh, yes. Johnson. But it's definitely safety, not the not new girl. Guaranteed. It's it's new. Oh, is he in safety? safety? Yeah, yeah he's, he's in safety. He's safety? He is safety. Okay. <laughs> he's guaranteed. Yes. Yeah. He's guaranteed. Uh, um, but we, yeah, give me give me a brief overview of the other studios besides. So you said Sony's not going to exist or they're going to give up. And what, what about Fox uh, and DC? DC moves purely into Lego movies. <laughs> <laughs> they They got a good thing going. <laughs> they had Lego Batman. There's a bunch of, there's a lot of direct to digital Lego movies. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Oh yeah, we're I, keenly aware of it. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? I mean, I've got. Andrew's knowing you were talking about. And he's got a fucking Lego Millennium Falcon to my right here. Well, I've also got a nephew who likes his Ninjago, so I'm yeah, aware. Yeah. Who's your favorite yeah, they Ninjago? Ninjago? They got all kinds of Lego Star Wars movies. I don't know. That already Dave. happened. Dave. Dave. Oh yeah, Dave. he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's Ninjago right. Dave. Yeah. Ninjago Dave. Yeah. 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 He's the he's the Dave Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's my prediction. DC gives up and goes to Lego. Sony gives up and sells their properties off. Is that wishful thinking or a real prediction? You decide. That's real. Like Justice yes, League cross Avengers. Yeah. Oh God, do it! Crazier things have happened. They'd have to buy Disney to make that. They could co-produce it. Yeah, they'd never, it's never gonna fucking happen. They but would never. Would, Disney would never. Yeah, lower themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that are it's not, Yeah, it's that. not like they worked with Sony to make the Spider-Man <laughs> the movies. Uh-huh. Um, they just like got the rights. It's not like Sony. It was clearly really not getting the rights. Clearly, they, they, they there were the rights, fucking but. 75 lawyers negotiating like the terms they may call Spider-Man I, Spider-Man. I'm sure Sony gets their cut, and I'm sure a lot of lawyers made that happen, and but often, I don't think like Sony really produced that movie. Also, you are at Sony Devers because Craven the Hunter is coming. Standalone Craven <laughs> movie? Yeah. I, told, they, I said they, that to They you. realized they learned from Warner Brothers' mistakes. The most important lesson: you have to give each member of the Sinister Six their own. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I I will revise my prediction and say that Sony will produce one other Spider-Man side character movie that will bomb <laughs> even worse than Venom does. Black and Silver. Watch Spider-Man. Watch Venom become like the fucking highest-grossing movie of the year. Watch it like take down Black Panther and win the Oscar. I will, and I will give you money. I will that, just play if anything good happens to that movie. <laughs> I feel like it undercut that prediction. Rotten Tomato score be right now. What do you think for Venom? Not fresh. Not fresh. Not fresh. Not fresh. Sub forty. Sub forty. Sub forty. Okay. 
how much is fresh these days? Fresh it doesn't is matter. Certi- not yeah, fresh, fresh is sixty percent. Certified fresh is like like seventy-seven percent or higher or something like that. What are you saying, Alex? I, I said I'll put money on it if that's what you need, but <laughs> it's not going to be fresh, my guy. I think it might be like sixty. I think the only only person no, it's fresh here what is the fuck? you. What no, the fuck am I kidding? Yeah. Like who am I lying to? It's definitely going to be. Rotten. I know you want it to be. I actually right. don't even. It's, it's big rotten. It's I wish it. He's not fighting Carnage, so like, who gives a fuck? He's not fighting Carnage, and he's, like, in San Francisco for some reason. Hey, there is a... Ah, At the risk of The West Coast Avengers. (laughs) Yeah. No, Eddie Brock is originally from San Francisco, apparently. And there is, is like, a large storyline that happens in San Francisco. So, uh... Okay. Shows what you know. Shows what I know. New York is expensive, and, and... and um, Birds of Prey was shooting in Toronto that weekend, so they had to go somewhere else. <laughs> and if I know anything about San Francisco, it's cheap, cheap, cheap. Oh, yeah. 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 First thing that comes to mind. Yeah. It's the most affordable city in America. They're giving, them, they're giving Just, that stuff You want away. an apartment? Yeah. You got one. Just, yeah. you, you got us whatever you got us, man. Yeah. That's yep. it. Uh, uh, moving on to... Uh, my favorite portion of the show, um, Blowing Ourselves. Awesome. All right. Um, Who, finally. So here's here's my question for you too, and it might involve using your noggins. Um, <laughs> I'd assume. I want you two to make at some point. I want <laughs> you two to make like the ultimate edutainment NMNP sandwich. By which I mean like like imagine you're de- <laughs> like three movies. No, like listen, like imagine you're dealing with someone who's like either never seen any of the shit before or like wants to look back at it and wants to get like a like a quick overview okay like i want you guys to pick three movies like tell me the order you'd screen them and they wouldn't have to be chronological or anything like that just like give me your three of of like you know to give the best overview or or your own you know favorite parts of it or something like that they they, they don't what of of the development history the no the development and maturation of the superhero film in general okay this is an easy one all Easy right. peasy. Okay, go for it's it. It's already Alex. done. All right, Superman. Yep. Um, Spider Man. Yeah. Iron Man. Okay, Ooh. that's interesting. Easy. See, I would do, I would do Superman for sure because that's like, yeah, like you're representing a comic book on screen. That's your origin story. Yeah, it's your origin story. It's like what people expect out of like a hero. It sets the standards and it does so very well and it's like very very good still. Then I would actually jump all the way to Avengers because with that, it's like, you know, superheroes as a business plan, like things culminating and, and, and orchestrating like one of the biggest blockbusters of all time based on years of buildup. It, it shows that um, the superhero movie isn't an isolated incident anymore. It's, it's very much like an, a very carefully planned event film. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pieces are are moving together and, and like actually working, which I think is really good. And then I would probably jump to like Logan. Um only because even though it's not my favorite, but it's like if the genre has to die or be reborn, like we were talking about before, like if it has to go through that cycle, then why not end with you know a, a very revisionist take on like like a not revisionist, but like like a reconstruction of of like, you know, the idea of an X-Men story um, showing an actual like maturation of a character and also like 
ending on an on a bona fide note of finality. Yeah, which I was going to say that's the important one. Is that it's conclusive, which showing, is something yeah. that comic book movies deserve to be. It, b- for. it bookends mm. Superman one. I feel like like yeah. it shows that there's a beginning to these movies and also an end. Like it, this is as far as you can take these stories, and this is what happens when you know the actor and the stories get long in the tooth, and you need to wind them down. Actually, I like that. Mm. I like that. Okay, that's interesting. All right. So that's my that would be my sandwich. That's a that's a, that's a good sandwich. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> God. So where do you start? I mean, I desperately feel the need to be different, but Superman is the <laughs> right one Superman. to start on. Some uh, people would some people would definitely tell you Batman is the place to start. Uh, I'm not going to pick Batman because of another movie that is going to be in the sandwich. I, I uh, thought this might thank happen. you. Yeah. Uh, so I would do Superman, X Men, The Dark Knight. Okay. I like that. That's fair, too. I like that also, actually. You could easily also, for me... It's completely ignoring the MCU, which (laughs) I get is a huge thing to not mention, but you got three. Tell me why X-Men, though. Uh, I think X-Men is... I think it's the one that proved... I mean, I'm sure Spider-Man was long in development at that point, and that movie was going to come out regardless, but I think it set the... I think it really did was the one that set the formula that most other movies copied in terms of just taking like taking these characters earnestly and like genuinely trying to put them in the world. And that's mm-hmm. that really proved that you could do it. It's something that audiences would see and would like. And that if you've got if you've got a good story, you can just it, it can just work for sure. It and also not that much money either. Right. It also yeah. goes, you know, it, it, it bears noting that that's also like a, a one of the first superhero like team movies, which would yeah, which would be, a you know, the order of the day today. And it's also we, we talked earlier at length about um, how you need to make it so that the, the you know, the supernatural elements exist in a world that you can believe and understand. And that exactly. movie, um, more than almost anything we've looked at, does that, like, extremely well. And it does yeah. that without having to do the MCU thing of, like, you know, dropping name, like, making reference to, you know, our world and everything like that. It just, it, it I feel like X-Men is, like, a very real It's very world. naturalistic, yeah. which is just like The Dark Knight, which makes me think that my three is probably the most dishonest sandwich <laughs> of the lot because that is not the direction this subgenre is going in in the mainstream at the very least. Like nobody's that's, real. That's like DC sort of tried to go a weird naturalistic route with Superman for some reason, but it didn't work, right? Like the attempts at going at a serious tone and right. like naturalistic visuals really did not help Man of Steel, no, right? So, certainly. It, in fact, it so perhaps hindered them. So if anything, <laughs> that is like, that is a, a area that the genre is moving up, away from as fast as it possibly can. <laughs> yeah. Did you also put Dark Day at the end of yours, Alex? No, I said Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man, okay. Um, so, yeah. I didn't really talk about it, but I think that's No, no, I want to hear why you, why you defend Iron Man. Um, oh, I, I think it's... I, I just think the the difference between Spider Man and Iron Man is just, uh like revelatory in how not not just how these movies have moved and in some sense continue to move right because it's it's very much less campy than Spider Man um, it's it's very much more like Andrew said you know you're you're putting putting these characters in a world but in like a still a fun way not not like a 
bound to realism kind mm-hmm. of way. Um, Did you read that article about how that was not really like an engineered tone? Like that was entirely for Iron Man for Iron Man, where really? it was just like nobody really directed him to go with that. It was just what naturally came out of his work. And they just went with it. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. I, I, I would, I would, yeah, I would, I would be surprised if someone had to say, like, you know, <laughs> make this less fanciful. I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's that's be a that's funny guy, John. <laughs> <laughs> a little more laughs. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he's, he's, it's, um, that's me cheating because I can look back at it and be like, obviously, duh, it's, it, it works so well this way, but, uh, I guess, I guess the thing I just said 10 seconds ago is that Spider-Man in previous movies, uh, superhero movies tended to be campier or a little more outrageous or just like a little looser feel to them, um, as they approached their world building. Uh, so maybe it wasn't all that obvious. Maybe it was just, yeah, John Favreau accidentally created the rest of the mcu but why why spider-man then alex like andrew went with x-men and- uh, i was gonna say that is basically an interchangeable choice in my mind you think um i i think well they you know there's they're so similar in circumstances in a lot of ways not necessarily in tone or in content or you know, you know they're, they're not the same movie so much just that they have the same kind of place in this this historical context sure. that we're talking about, yeah. I I would think. I, I mean, maybe Andrew disagrees, but I I thought X Men was a really good choice because it, uh, it, it does kind of a similar thing. Yeah, it shows I, you it shows you people came back to the genre after a long time since we both started this or we all started with Superman, uh, and they they said, hold on, let's do this another way. Let's do this a little differently. Let's let's bring the comic books to us and not the other way around. That's no, that's that's definitely fair. I was just gonna say, Spider Man was the alternate yeah, for X Men. Right, that was what Those I was very basically similar. choosing between. Uh, I, I, I think, think Spider Man was the bigger like cultural event for sure, movie wise. Right, like, I, I remember so. people that's, being a lot. That's more how it exists in my hand or my head. But yeah, I I could be wrong. But yes, <laughs> that's my understanding. Um, really quick, um, what's what's your favorite episode that we've all done so far? Oh man, anyone's jumping out at you? I'll, I'll throw one out. Please. I love yeah. Thor Ragnarok. It was the first one we recorded together. It's yes, a fucking kick-ass true. movie, and I thought it was a funny show. God damn it. Why do you you gotta stop stealing? Yeah, the that's a really good one. Best ones Thanks, go guys. I want Andrew to go because I have two. I don't want to steal okay. one. Oh, two, okay. two that were basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I mean, um, I'm scrolling to like the bottom of my list <laughs> to find uh, uh Here's a behind-the-scenes fact: the bottom of the list episode's not so fun. Everybody's just salty. On the the Dragon Ball Evolution one was really funny. That was pretty funny. Okay, that was a good one. Yeah. Yes, that's a very good. One. Uh, I think I'll take that as I okay. had a lot of fun doing that. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, what do you got? I was Alex? going to say, uh, um, I'm forgetting the name. One of them, Pootie Tang, is one. The other <laughs> one is. Um, the the girl band one. What's it called? Oh, Josie and the Pussycats. Astro Josie Boy. and the Pussycats. Astro Boy. Yeah, yeah, Astro Boy. Go. That's the that's the band they form. It's called Astro Boy. Uh, no, both those movies uh, were very fun experiences to share with you guys, and then the episodes afterwards as well, because we were uh, genuinely pleasantly surprised by the product. Um, yeah. We had a lot of fun. We laughed at both of them, um, and they were both kind of underdog. Like I think. Pootie Tang has a bit of a cult following, right? That is like, oh, it's it's a, uh, 
you know, the, yeah, everyone in Chicago watches it or whatever <laughs> is the story on that one. But um, that's the story. Uh, just seen the Pussycats, I think, yeah, is yeah. <laughs> it's literally the plot of Pootie Tang. Um, it's in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's it's it, yeah. I, I'd heard of Pootie Tang in in references before, uh, and we we had fun, right? I think we did. That's how I remember it. We, it was we a really funny episode. Of That's uh, yeah, yeah. I remember that one was funny. Yeah, and then Chris and then, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and then Josie and the Pussycats was just like uh, genuinely surprising. We we're all, I I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think we were all just. Like wowed. Yeah, we were really just, that in movie. that in yeah. slight were two situations where we saw something and mm. we were just like we were all in good moods afterwards. Yeah. Yes. We didn't know much about fun. the movie before. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know anything about either of them. Yeah. Um yep. and I had seen Josie and the Pussycats before. Wow, you fucking oh, okay. trait. Anyways. And um Bastard. What and um what movie did you like we had to do a lot of rewatching for this? What movie that we saw again? did you guys think was <laughs> less impactful than you had previously thought or, or maybe like less in quality or just something that was maybe less consequential to the, to the genre or anything like that. Uh, it's probably just cause we saw it recently, but the incredible Hulk rewatching that with you guys, <laughs> that movie was a lot worse than I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember that movie being okay. Me too. But it's I, yeah. like, that's real fundamental flaws. It's it. broken. It's yeah, like it's, a broken yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's an answer to your question. No, no, no. There. That's totally yeah. fair. Do you have one, Alex? Like something that you had um, seen before that wasn't as good as you remember? Yeah. I think, uh, may, and maybe this was just you guys, or Jordan, especially influencing Jordan. me. Yeah. Typical Jordan. Um, but I didn't have to, at least not in my memory, stick up for or defend or I, I did not choose to, I should say, uh, Chronicle as much as I thought I would. Oh, yeah. Um, I, 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 I remembered liking it in, I want to say theaters. I assume I saw it in theaters. Um, and then on the rewatch, I was like, no, Jordan's right. This this really falls <laughs> apart. Um, Michael B. Jordan dies, which I, I, I had already remembered as being <laughs> unfortunate, but... It, it really does just kind of was the become lackluster we, after that. We didn't deserve. Yeah. 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 See, for me, like, without a doubt, it's, like, Hellboy, which I remember being, like, ah, that's I remember thinking it was awesome and, like, revolutionary and everything like that. And I just, I like, I we went back to it, and I was sort of just a little overwhelmed, mostly because of John Myers-related uh, follies. You've seen <laughs> a lot more of that movie than you recall. Sucks the yeah. fucking joy out of that room. It's kind of like the Ewok of that movie. He is an Ewok like, of that yeah. movie. It's, you know, you forget that it's the middle like hour of that movie. And yeah. and Days of Future Past was less good than I remembered it being. Really? Yeah, I I remembered loving it the first time. I don't, time, but I don't think it was a rewatch for me. So oh yeah, it definitely wasn't because you were literally boasting that you hadn't paid to see an X Men movie in like fifteen years. That sounds like me. <laughs> imagine imagine seeing an X Men movie. The General Council of Twentieth Century Fox would like to have a movie. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're getting dissolved before they yeah. caught. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I've won the long game. Yeah, exactly. Now you like, you like Days of Future like, Past still? 
Uh, yeah, I remember liking that. Um, but like, I saw that with you the first time in theaters in like 2014 or whatever, and I thought it was awesome. You guys, I thought it was okay. I I don't think I was that jazzed about it ever, but it's I, not bad. But it's like probably <laughs> if I had to choose a minimum path of X Men movies to watch, it's probably on there. Probably, yeah, yeah, because uh, you had to swerve to avoid some fucking <laughs> nightmare. Yeah, movies. some icebergs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're oh fuck. It's in the entries. Top twenty five. Okay, like fucking first class. Literal icebergs. <laughs> right. uh, uh, Jordan has Days of Future Past the lowest on his list, and yeah. that's 40, so it's not even that bad. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's, it was just less great than I remembered it. I, that's fair. It's in, like, the As... top third or quarter of X-Men movies. Probably. Uh, last thing about our list before I go on to our game. Yeah, we talk about this a lot, but I want everybody to pick their point of no return. <sighs> oh, On the list? Yeah. Shit. Like, at what point? Like, and... and this can include the mediocre Mesa, but like at what point in your list is it just like, stop. like you're done, like, like, like dead stop, not even slowing down. Like you've got to, you've got to take your parachute and, and bail out. Here's while we're thinking about it. Here's a fun little feature of the list. Um, <laughs> it's when accuracy. A movie, when a movie is like five movies. So, you, you know, if you're watching this retrospective or listening to this retrospective, presumably, you know, something about what we do, which is. We 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 put the we put the movies in between two other movies every episode. Or right? you're trying to to you're trying to listen to a self help series about how to uh, how to act conventional in public and discuss films with your uh, your <laughs> yeah. friends and loved ones. And and you well first you don't discuss films with your friends and loved. That's a that's good, a good one, one uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Function of public, um, yeah. No, so so a weird side effect, right, is that movies that are, like, five spaces apart, you can be like, no, there's no way that one is above the other one. It just happened to end up there. And, and then when they're, like, 20 spaces apart, it's also a, hold on, those movies are a lot closer. <laughs> in, you know, they should be a lot closer, but because of the way I compared it to other movies, they end up in weird spots. But when a movie is right next to another movie, you know that they interacted in your brain at some point. You, you know <laughs> that at some point you had to decide between, like, Tank Girl and The Shadow. You, you know what I mean? Like, at some point, one of those was placed onto your list. Or in my, that case, it's my That's list. Those point. are next to each other. They're uh, both great films. you had to make that. <laughs> that qualitative judgment. Yep. That qualitative. <laughs> the quantitative judgment. Qualitative. <laughs> we, we, do, we do numbers around yeah. here. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's still not really a. <laughs> quantitative list so much a window into our madness so if you you guys don't add up your movie uh, <laughs> this movie gets exactly 6.7 out of 10 for plot but like a 7.2 oh, i should have done that i should do we should do plot acting special effects for every <laughs> the only movie. things that matter for what are we a game review site like <laughs> from 1999 yeah yeah the replay yeah. value on uh on iron man 2 is a paltry three out of five <laughs> generous yeah still paltry because they didn't pay me off enough to give them give it a better score i give it five out of five on audio there we there go, you go. Yeah. um uh. so if my list is a sinking ship and it definitely is hmm. i would say you're safe to bail out after dark man and before the adventures of tintin secret what Unicorn. place is that on your you can bail number? out at 46 whoa that's really high. There's, okay there's where like you can <laughs> bail out and like if there's is are there things below that i thought okay, point first no we'll do, was like okay there's nothing redeemable we'll afterwards. do first bailout that's, we'll do first bailout and two like if you don't leave okay, you're gonna okay, die okay. so first bailout is 46 for me oh, and okay. um 
you have to you like you you need to fucking get out of there by oh boy jeez it's not that much lower like like i guess there's some okay things about superman returns but anything lower than that anything below 70 on my list like reference our lists are 137 movies yeah as of now yep like anything under that is just like the whole bottom half of your list has been yeah you really have to work to get anything meaningful out of swamp thing or surrogates <laughs> yeah or like uh, i i can go yeah. ahead no go for it please my uh mine mine numbers are both much lower than yours okay which is i say you don't need to see anything after 56 so special at 55 wait special i was thinking of a different movie there i thought that was slight let's bump that up one. Oh, special <laughs> no okay i'll leave it there special um, and then above that is like Meteor Man and Blade Two, which I like. <laughs> I like. It's Meteor a hell Man. of a triple feature. I think there's something there for you, right? I don't hate Meteor um, Man, except I might have just said that I hated it. Yeah, uh, it sounds like it. Uh, so after Dark Knight Rises and Watchmen is where my list is like the hey, you don't need to be down here, even though Pootie Tang is down there. Um, but then the real like you know toxic waste beyond this point is um, right after. Let's say Mega Mind '83. <laughs> it gets into Ghost in the Shell 2017, yeah. The Wolverine, Astro Boy. Like no, right. you're, like some, at that point you're lost. You're um, lost in the swamp. The Meteor Man is before like the final bailout point for me. So it's oh okay. It's there redeemable. you go. There you go. I didn't hate it, Andrew. <laughs> it's good to hear. And, and we'll, right. we'll call this the um, the should leave and must leave. Should leave and must leave. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My should leave point is thirty two. Wow, uh, that's even worse high. than mine. Superman, yeah. uh, and above <laughs> that is Josie the Pussycats and uh, nice. Spider Man doesn't make the cut. Yeah, yeah, I think you can leave. I think you've seen X Men. You already know. <laughs> uh, and I would say you must under like you must any circumstance leave. leave. Oh man, I'm gonna say. 66. Okay. Yo! Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Is that where you also ditch it? I would say that, like, you or is that could below? see that. Oh, okay. No, that makes oh, the cut. Look. That's where the, that's the, the line mask, is drawn. The mask cut. is safe. The mask <laughs> Somebody is safe. stop me. Yeah. Somebody stop Cuban Pete. Uh, but what's actually stopped is Superman Returns. Uh, it does not make the cut. And then a whole lot of not so great lies yep. below. Yeah. I um I posted a picture that I took yesterday into our uh, Facebook thread right now. So when you guys can take a look, it. Uh, oh, thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, good radio. Uh, it is great radio. So uh, who's ready for this? It is the mask SNES. Yeah, cartridge. I saw it on sale yesterday. <laughs> uh We're gonna do a new game. You all ready for this? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, don't yeah, sure. don't don't bowl me over with your fucking enthusiasm, <laughs> you fucks. Um. <laughs> So we've seen a lot of movies for this sure show. Have. Um and a lot of them are very similar. Hmm. Um so we're going to play the I am to be keyword game. You ever played that? Oh no. 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 Where, I like I looked I went to the key I used a random number generator to pick movies. Okay. Um based on my list, the correct list. <laughs> okay. Um and I'm going to give you some keywords that are in IMDb to like link 
prospective viewers to uh, these these movies. So you tell me which. Yeah, I've got eight for each movie. So jump in, just yell out stuff, and I'll tell you if, I, if I'm right or not. Okay, right. Well, okay. hold on. Which movie you're referring to based on the keywords you're giving us? Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you ready? All right. Sure. Um, the first movie, uh, Class Differences. Okay. Death of Father. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Speeding Vehicle. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Megalomaniac. I got one. Is it Chronicle? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Crashing okay. through a window. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Chronicle? I'm positive. Okay. I mean, Chronicle could have all of these as well, but I'm yeah. not referring to it. Okay. Nothing yet, Alex? Sin City. No. <laughs> That's really good. Um, White House. What? Oh. I mean, you can keep going, but I'm two more. all I'm going to be thinking Kingsman. about. That's right, Andrew. There you go. Yeah. That's good. Oh, the last two good. were Church and Lisp. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, you ready for the next one? Okay, okay. You I liking this? It, yeah. I'm liking this. This is oh, good. Thanks. All right. Um, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. <laughs> okay. Title spoken by character. <laughs> Doctor Strange. No. <laughs> Muscle growth. Um. Oh. Super genius. Um, uh, Fantastic Four. Nope. Oh, Fantastic oh, Four two. No. Nope. Rise of the Silver Surfer. Fan Force. Nope. Okay. The best tagline, or um, a keyword, deoxyribonucleic acid. Okay. It's it's DNA. That's DNA. I, yeah, I know. He know. Tranquilizer uh, dart. I don't think you understand. Um, oh. Is this Hulk? Yeah, that's right, Alex. Oh. Good work. Nice. I nice, assume nice, nice. <laughs> it was like Soda Factory. <laughs> no, that's the <laughs> oh, Hulk. Sorry, yeah. Dipshit. Uh, yeah, I'm subtracting one from Andrew. The last two that I had were military base and repressed memory. Oh, okay. That's okay. The next all one. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Right. Bechdel test passed. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Well, <laughs> are you sure this is something we want? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, tank girl. No. Urban okay. gothic. Uh, the crow. Nah. The Just best. The best keyword by far. Falling downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Vigilante justice. Mm-hmm. Thrown through a window. Well, yeah. Parkour. Hold on. One word title. Oh. And lastly, woman cat relationship. Cat woman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That barely counts. <laughs> yeah. Neither of you get that. <laughs> we, one. Yeah, we can just say that's a four. That's a. Okay. That's one. Egg. All right. Origin of hero. <laughs> oh well, that gives it away. Falling downstairs. <laughs> Thrown through a wall. <laughs> Not a window, right? No. Okay. Thrown through a wall. That's key. Thrown from a bridge. Vigilante uh, justice. No. Spider-Man. No. I said. No, oh. you're both. Uh, Vigilante justice. Money falling through the air. Oh, oh this should be. Hit with a frying pan. <laughs> um, uh, oh, oh uh, Batman. No, no. Oh, wait, what'd you uh, say, Alex? Punisher? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Nice. The last one was Tampa, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, science runs amok. <laughs> wow. Then the equally informative race against time. <laughs> Wisecrack humor. All right. Bridge collapses. Vertical takeoff and landing. 
Uh, Iron Man. No. Two. No. Three. <laughs> no. Okay. Cocktail drinking. Avengers <laughs> Age of Ultron. That's right. Yeah. I'm mad. I'm salty. I should have just kept going. Yeah. yeah, you would have got it, Alex, at punch in the face multiple times and then yeah. male android. <laughs> okay. Um, Prometheus. Looking at oneself in a mirror. All right. Well, that gives... Uh, I already did that joke. Okay. Thrown, thrown through a wall. <laughs> Government agent. <laughs> News report. That'll narrow it down. Um, American flag. Spider-Man. No. Men in black. No. Spider-Man 2. No. (laughs) Spider-Man 3. No. Kicked in the crotch. Oh. Mad scientist. Spider-Man. No. Swamp thing. No. (laughs) And fighter pilot. Green Lantern. Yeah. Alex is dominating at this. Well, that was the giveaway, but okay. Yeah. Okay, I've got one more here. Do we know okay. what the scores are? Alex point? is winning. It's oh, all really? for funsies. Oh, okay. Um, rivalry. Bandana. I, Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> Snake Eater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Xbox 360. Green Lantern again. Oh. Toilet Bowl. Hmm. Swimming Pool. Um. Party. Uh, Character uh, name in title. <laughs> there goes Chronicle. And um, surfing competition. Marmaduke. Marmaduke. That's correct. You yeah. both win. Aww. Aww. <laughs> All right. That's what I got here. How do you like that? <laughs> that was really good. Thanks, guys. That's yeah. very fun. Thank you, uh, Jordan. It's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> thrown through a wall. Yeah, thrown through a wall. Kicked right to the crotch. Um, thrown through a window. Falling downstairs. Falling downstairs. I love it. Um, yeah, that about does it for Age a little. Age of Ultron, I'm mad. Yeah, the cocktail party did it. Um, so that does it for our, our mini retro here. Uh, it was much less mini than I thought because this is like a fucking hour and a half, probably. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, around that. What we're we here for? Yeah, yeah man, we got This is the hard part. Is yeah. me saying that this will be a, probably be a little bit before we all uh, do this again, but um, but we're still gonna do it. Uh, we're yeah. gonna find more ways to fill Skin our time. I think there's yeah, okay, there's gonna sorry. be other NMNP related projects we're gonna try to do in the interim instead okay. of episodes. Right, that's true. Um, but we will be yeah. back. The show's um, not over. The show's not let, over. Let's be it clear. never ends. It doesn't end. It's they impossible. won't let us. Yeah, they won't let us. Uh, <laughs> make it stop. Make it stop. Make it stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we may or may not be recording in. Uh, over long distance, in which case um, my all-concrete apartment would probably be wonderful for acoustics on Andrew's um, level. Yeah, the Texan bunker. The Texan bunker. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, for now, signing off for myself and for Andrew. Thanks for listening. For Alex. Uh Uh-huh. See ya. And never leave us. Stay normal. Love you.